Yeah. I'll react if I had to. Put some things in the past to and don't let them distract you, but react if you have to. Yeah. I'll react if I had to. Put some things in the past to and don't let them distract you, but react if you have to. Yeah. React if you have to. Yeah. Don't know the time, but yeah. just wait that I'm yeah. One of a kind, yeah. What's on your mind, yeah? What hard to find, yeah? Beautiful mind, yeah. Still in my prime, yeah. Just know that I'm here. What's up, guys? Panos Anonymous, episode 38. Yes. 38. Um, sound different? I. Uh, th- that'll be a rhetorical question to the listener. Yeah. Because right now I can't tell. We're doing our first ever remote episode. Outside. That's right. Beautiful Bellevue Park. I think it's still called Bellevue Park. In, yeah. uh, in Belleville, Illinois, the capital of the world. <laughs> world peace will come from Belleville, Illinois. It's beautiful and, out today. It actually will. But alcoholism and drug addiction will. Yeah. And a lot of fucking STDs. <laughs> Which I, believe it or not, Jeff, uh, dodged some bullets. That's good. Um, they check you in rehab. Oh, and uh, had, had I, you know, I'm a digitron gambler, I would have probably, probably taken the the over <laughs> on maybe the number of. Uh, I'm getting a little graphic and personal, here. right? Yeah, uh, but for the listeners, I'm kids running around here, clean Chris. as a drop. There, there is uh, episode 38, guys. This is a special one. Um, 38 is the. Uh, Number of the late great Pavel Dimitra. Jeff called me a numbers guy this morning, so I am kind of a numbers guy. Super numbers guy. Pavel Dimitra, number 38. Um, God rest his He was a star for the Blues. Okay. Uh, that, yeah, that name sounds Back familiar. in the early 2000s. And he actually died tragically in a plane crash. Oh. That killed uh, a whole team like of hockey players out in Russia. Yeah. I think uh, another, Igor Korolev was another guy that was on that, that was an ex-Blue. Huh. Um, but anyway, uh, enough about numbers and uh, the reason we're sitting here at a uh, picnic table in, in Bellevue Park. Um, it it would have been, and I don't want to say eighth annual, but it would have been our eighth out of the darkness walk. Mm-hmm. Out of the darkness is a nonprofit that raises uh, awareness for suicide and suicide prevention. And they're doing great things, and they're tackling such a uh, dark and taboo, sometimes taboo subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say eighth annual, there, there might have been. I'm sure there was probably this was going on before we, and our my extended family, um, had to jump into this because it, it'll be eight years um, since a my a brother of mine. Brian Hoff, we call him Jack, obviously. Uh, his his older brother that uh, committed suicide. And since then, we've started as a you know extended family, and, and I knew his name was Randy Hoff. He was a vibrant, great person. I loved him. He was. Um, we'll talk a lot about Randy today, and it's why we're here. But the reason I bring it up is. Um, about it being the eighth annual, I'm sure it's been going on longer. And then when suicide hits your circle, mm-hmm. then you start paying attention. Unfortunately, that's it's, and that's I think one thing we're going to talk about today 
Um, it, a lot of things are like this, but I think suicide especially because it, for me personally, you know, and, and, and I've said this on every episode that I'm so imperfect, but you hear somebody, even as a little kid, you remember hearing a story of somebody committing suicide and you, you, you know, it, it crunches your, my stomach up a little bit and it adds such a layer, a layer of, of darkness um, mm-hmm. to a already had someone passed of a different cause of death and similar with overdoses and and they all are tied in but it's even more so in, in my I feel in my observations that there's an added level of of darkness of stigma because of the stigma which is yeah. created and, and, and hence the name the, the group that I don't um, personally I didn't not more much I'd like to be more part of it but um, I'm a part of it is in supporting Randy and I, I I think of that when I think of their name yeah. is is breaking stigma and helping people realize that it doesn't have to this isn't a it shouldn't be so this extra dark it's already a dark brutal fucking time for yeah. friends families and fucking parents of kids that do this or kids of parents that 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 have feel there's no way out so That's right. I um uh, it's a tough it's a tough thing to even talk about but that's what we're here today is to do is fucking talk about it yeah. and, and realize that it's a it's a mental health crisis yeah um I was talking with Ash on the way over here Jeff and, and you and I will talk about our faith pretty often on this and I'm you know I'm a dogmatic fucking Jesus follower and lover that, and I don't even get that right but somewhere somehow it's been twisted that if you commit suicide, you're condemned to hell, and and that's fucking bullshit. Right. Harry fucking thinks that or says it. I understand it from a if you use it uh, as a scare tactic because to a to a loved one or a child, that maybe that's like a last straw, or a line of offense against something that's so hard right. to get your hands around. So you say that, hoping that'll keep someone from ending their own life. Yeah. But the the. I don't understand the people that will, will condemn someone to, to hell. Like, who the fuck do they think they are to That's condemn right. anyone? Yeah. They aren't shit. <laughs> you yeah, know? Exactly. And I can't stand that. It, it, gives, it gives fucking Christians such a such a bad fucking name. But when you, you think about it, Jesus fucking committed suicide. So it's he gave his life. fucking right. ass. Yeah. And that adds to the stigma. And that's what it fires me up and angers me that when people use... Yeah. I mean, Jeff, without getting too into it, you see people use Christianity to fuck people left and right. And it yep. Pisses, especially from guys that are in that club. Yeah. It pisses us off. Yeah. And, um, and this is one of the areas that it's hard, it, it's a, it's hard to explain. It's hard work to try to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so, and, and it's, it is a brutal topic and it's, it's dark. It's it, it gut wrenching. It's heartbreaking when it happens. And even you go to funerals that are that are a funeral of a, a person that committed suicide. I, you know, I pointed out Charlie Curse's on the way here. Mm-hmm. Had, my last funeral, Charlie Curse was a suicide funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a. I'm just telling. I'm just gonna call it like this. There's a decrease in fucking attendance, yep. and there's a level of darkness over it. Yeah. Because of the taboo nature of of this shit. Yeah. 
and it's that's got to stop. Yeah. That's got to stop when somebody when somebody has to do this to end the fucking pain. Now, we're talking about pain that you and I, Jeff, don't even know. That we can't even imagine. Right. We we struggle with our anxiety and our depression, but it, this is that on fucking steroids out the ass and and then some. Like it's a such a unimaginable pain. Here's here's Ray bringing over some candy. Oh no, no. yeah. What's up? Candy with Randy. <laughs> Candy with Randy, I like it. Right, Ray is uh, is Randy's well, father, yeah. and uh, he's been here every year, and uh, he hasn't changed a bit since I've known him as a kid. Um, <laughs> but he just brought over some candy bars, uh, and, and I think I'll get into that because this is my cheat weekend, Jeff. And uh, the right, and and, and yeah, uh huh. We won't go there today. <laughs> and it's red. <laughs> um, Randy, Randy's. I, uh, I think Randy's hat is pretty cool. Yeah. Jeff doesn't like it. It says Trump, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's uh, that's why we're here today, yeah. and it's a fucking beautiful day. Kids are playing in the park. There's a, a lot of us gathered. Um, they canceled the walk mm -hmm. uh, that we talked about. It's every year this time. Yeah. It's like the, what is today the second or third Saturday of October? That's when they end. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I don't know about you guys, but the it's my favorite time of year is the fall. Yeah. And, in, in this part of the country. Yep. Leaves yeah. are changing. It's and, gorgeous, and, yeah. And if you don't know, I'm a little husky. I will. I can eat fucking chili every day. And I can eat turkey chili. Yeah. White chicken chili. Yeah. I, I could eat chili all, all fucking winter. <laughs> Jeff, you had chili last night. I, I had chili. And I, still, I still feel it today. <laughs> that might have been... <laughs> that might have been the uh, extracurriculars you guys were enjoying. That's a non-alcoholic. That's right, yeah. Um... <laughs> So 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 they canceled it, but but Ryan Jack Hoff, um, <laughs> he uh, he wanted to still get together with the uh, with the group uh, team Randy. We call it. We all have uh, Randy was a big outdoors guy and a hunter. If you can't tell, Jeff, by the camouflage shirts that we're yeah. all wearing and with, uh, with Randy's name on it. Mm -hmm. His um, he he loved the outdoors. He he was a he was a typical. Always had a fucking tool belt on, you know. Yeah. And uh, his brother's the same way. They've, uh, in fact, after the show, I'm gonna figure out how to fucking manipulate Jack into doing some shit at our new house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's he's ready for that. But yep. but Hoff got got with us all and said, hey, let's still come out it's, um, and, and get together. And there's a there's a bunch of balloons that at the end of the get together we all release into the sky. And and normally, a non-COVID there's, there's thousands of people here at this park, um, all of different colored T-shirts. Yeah. You know, uh, and and being, a, being a, probably a Southern Illinois Bell Bell chapter, if you will, of, of this mission. Unfortunately, I know quite a few, quite a few of the families and um, their stories. And normally we're all, you know, everybody's got the shirts and it's a huge 5K walk. You, you can run if you like, but I, I sh assure you <laughs> that I don't run fucking anywhere. I used to be an athlete. Yeah. I, I can retire. Uh, I'll walk and uh, and I'll get on one of these candy bars. Uh, it's for Randy. You got to yeah. eat it, right? So I, I ran once and uh, fell down, scraped my got gravel all in my leg and figured that. That was all she wrote. I figured that exercising is bad for you. <laughs> it is. After, it I, is. after that happened. 
I, I mean, the bad thing happened to people in the fucking jail. Yeah. I know I have some personal stories that I probably shouldn't share, but yeah, that's bad. Like, you know, you always hear about a guy fucking going down in a gym, and that's yeah. the end of it. That's right. You know, um, I end up on the juice though too. Some of the right, juice. right. Next thing you know, little nuts, big musk, big uh, big musks, little nuts, um, steroids. Although I, I know the power of steroids now. When I was talking about my fucking gout, I'm oh, telling yeah. you. <laughs> I take a couple of those prednisones, and I mean, then yeah, I come down and I have fucking roid rage. <laughs> actually, actually, I'll bring her on. She, she said, if you do that, she's, she's leaving the park without me. Yeah. And uh, and I'm done. But I, we do have an exciting guest coming up. And, and yeah. I don't know if exciting is the right word with everything that's going on and the sure. reason that we're here at the park. But Mrs. Julie Hoff, who I grew up with, was, uh, was um, you know, all of our moms were like each other's moms when you're, you're growing up and raising mm-hmm. hell at everybody's house. And uh, and she's agreed to come on today and talk a little bit, share her thoughts on, on how she feels about suicide and, 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 and honor her son, Randy. And that's what we're here to do. Yep. It's to honor Randy, honor his family, honor um, the other families that, that know exactly what the fuck we're talking about. Like, we don't even have to say anything of, of substance yeah. they get it you know what i mean like we're going to try to say some things that are some, you know of substance but when you know you know yeah and and just know that, that you're not alone um and keep keep fucking screaming it out because it'll it, it can destroy a family um and there are ways and there there are ways to get in front of it. As, as, as bad as the mental health can take over, um, there are ways to get in front of it and prevent it from happening. Um, That's right. But, you know, I, I also want to remind you, if it does, if it does happen, you, it, it, nobody's fucking condemned to hell by That's another right. fucking human being. Yeah. Um, I don't even know about whole, whole hell shit anyway, to be honest with you. Yeah, neither. Yep. So, Not a, I don't think about it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. You know, people would say that. Go fuck yourself, but I love you because, you know, I'm supposed to love you. <laughs> love thy neighbor. Shit, right? Yeah, right. Um, people that say it, people that weaponize it is, what, is who I'm telling the fuck off. You yeah. know, I, I, I can I can sit and, and listen to stories of people that believe in that, sick, that will say that as a, any they'll do anything to prevent their child from hurting themselves. And if that's a, that's a way you got to do it, then I don't, I don't know if it's right, but. Right. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I've been in your shoes. So. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that type being said, we're gonna we're gonna welcome Julie to the show, and um, and she's over there living with uh, with her friends and family. So we're gonna take a quick pause. I'm gonna go get her, and we'll mic her up and um, and hear what she has to say. I, I I just try not to fucking. I got sunglasses on. So that's yeah. good. Um, but she's a uh, she's a strong woman and. Um, that's an understatement. So we'll be right back. All right. Okay, guys, we're back. Um, and we, uh, this is, this is a big one for me, a big guest, because um, I grew up in her house. Terror, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was the, the, the terrorizer as much as your two sons were. Right, Julie? Right. Um, when those two would get in a, a fight I mean it's like you just get out of the way because something is getting broken <laughs> somebody and, and 
they they would go at it sometimes. It would. I have a story about that real quick. Good. And they were older, and they were fighting, fist fighting, and I, I'm gonna get little old me is gonna get in between them. Right. <laughs> and Randy socked me in the eye. I mean, I I should have got stitches, but I didn't. And Ryan's, you hit my mommy. You. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I, I'm sure you felt that. <laughs> Randy was a, he, I mean, both of them are big kids, and, yeah. and you know, for being such a tiny uh, ball of fire, you are. Julie, welcome. This is so, uh, it's really an honor and a pleasure having you on. Um, Julie is, as you guys can tell, uh, Randy's mother, and, and and I'll call him Brian because that's what you named him. That's like my mother told me, and I told her I was having you on. She's like, you better not refer to him as Jack. Oh. She named him Ryan, and it's inappropriate. <laughs> so um, it's an honor to be here. Um, before you came on, Jeff and I were talking about, uh, and, and <laughs> if you listen to the episode, um, I get a little colorful about the stigma and um, how there's an added layer to Really, an added layer of, of darkness for some, that I think the stigma has created when someone um, passes away due to their own hand, and and it it kind of pisses me off. And I, I was telling Jeff too that it doesn't. Unfortunately, and this is unfortunately how I learned personally. But once it hits in your circle, it, it changes you, um, and that's kind of what we were talking about before coming on and well that's a good place to start because that's kind of when it happened the first thing I did was seek out a support group and I went there too soon because I went and I mean poured my heart out and they said you know when did it happen and I'm like you know last week and oh. they're like oh you should give yourself some time but I learned a lot because eight years ago suicide was not a word that you heard it was taboo you know suicide right and um, I just found it very uncomfortable trying to tell people how he died and I'm talking to the counselor there, the support group, and I said, you know, what? I can't say he committed suicide. I mean, that just sounds so awful. And she says, you don't say that. You say he died by suicide. And that made it seem a, a better way to live with it. And the group, you, you, you think, what does AFSP do? And you're, you talk about awareness and suicide still going on, but people are talking about it more. And it's, it's not such a taboo thing. It's... I know someone, you know someone, they know someone, everybody mm -hmm. knows someone that has had that happen in their life. And 
I'm, mental health comes into that. Yes, it does. And you never think, you never think of mental health was the problem for a suicide. You know, he was either drunk or depressed, but depressed, that's not really mental health. You, you think, when you think mental health, you think schizophrenic, psycho, that kind of thing. But as we talk more and more about it, you realize that all these feelings that you have and your, your psyche and your, your mental state is all part of your mental health. It's just as important as your physical well-being. You know, you work out your body, you have to work out your mind and keep it open and talking. And I'm the last person to tell, you know, that can say you need to talk because I am not a talker. I, I don't like small talk. I don't really, yeah. I'll talk to strangers. If I have something to say, I'll say it. I just don't like mundane talk. And this whole mental health issue and talking, it just kind of comes naturally. You, you should be the, you are the best person to talk about it because just what you said, that you're not a talker. And you, so those are the people we're talking to are not talkers that don't know that it's how powerful it is. And so you tell them, it makes, you, you had said you're not the, you should be the last person. Like you should be the first person because those are the ones that are the talking that, that have, that have, been vulnerable and shared their stories with support groups, name that support group, they, they get it now. But the, the ones we're, we're talking to, you're right, they're, they're just like Julie, they're just like I was. And you, so you recognize the, how powerful it is. Exactly. And I can't emphasize that enough, that there's a lot of groups out there that try to help with, you know, and support all kinds of issues. And suicide is one one big one. I mean, in my neighborhood, it's full of military personnel. And they're constantly talking about the military suicides, you know. And it's and young kids. My brother got a call last night from his son and his friend, partner in business, little brother, 17 years old, just killed himself. Yeah. And it's like this, you know, how weird is that? I mean, because we're doing this and then it just happens and it's still, it's so close to home again. And it's like, why are people choosing that way? And it's very easy. I, I, I have to say, I mean, I've been depressed. I've, I've been there. If you don't know how many times I would think of how I would do it, you know, what would be the best way? And then you think of, well, how are they going to find you? What, what would be the best way not to find any, you know, gruesome things? And, and then it kind of 
you know, you just kind of blow it off to the next day. But I went through that a long, long time. And I can see where a person gets so low mm. that they don't, you know, that there's as well, who cares? You know, who cares if I'm here or not? And that's why people always have to just take a really good look at the person next to you. You know, like riding on a bus. Look at that person and just, you know, picture what, what's going through their mind. You know, <laughs> what kind of life do they have? And everybody should just start treating people like human beings. <laughs> and I'm getting off on a rant. No, you're, I, 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 I love what you're saying. And, and the wait, before you came on, Jeff and I were talking, because we've, we've talked often on this podcast about, you know, it's a, it's a mental health recovery podcast. At the end of the day, we talk about addiction. We talk about uh, recovery. We talk about our mental health. Jeff's been very open about his battle with anxiety. Um, and we were talking about it, and, and we know how bad it, it feels on that level. And we can't imagine how the pain that someone um, is in with a with a mental with struggling with mental health that to, that is gut wrenching. Like to think because I've been we've been depressed, and I told him it's like depressed from what people have told me that like you just said uh, that have experienced this. I'm ta we're talking chronic depression, right? And the and the hurt that that feels like I I've never felt it, but I've heard stories, uh, mm -hmm. especially being a part of this group through Andy, and it's 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 unimaginable. But when I hear the stories, it 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 makes you realize how much pain someone was in, and it, and it hurts you. Your heart hurts for that person. So I see what you're saying. You know. <laughs> You never know if a, a kind word or or a um, something nice to a stranger can can change a trajectory of someone's it can. life. Yeah, for sure. And you're right. There is a there's a lot of fucking vitriol. Pardon my French. There's a lot of vitriol out there now, uh, especially with everybody has a voice now on social media. And it can become a real ugly. Uh, uh, I call it the toilet bowl of human creation <laughs> um, I, you mentioned earlier about you said the the, the acronym AFSP and and pardon me Jeff at the beginning talking about the out of darkness walk um, it's hosted by that foundation that's the nonprofit it stands for um, American Foundation for suicide prevention and that's so that's the name and I um, of the group that puts this together and it's can you talk a little bit about that organization and, and how they offer support? I mean, they have a website and they have groups and organizations all over the United States. Every city, like, you know, Edwardsville sure. has their own, you know, everybody has their own groups, but the now with the COVID, they're doing a lot of virtual right. and <clears throat> virtual classes. And like I, I did one, a Zoom class that it just is telling you what to look for and how to handle it. it things, they just have every number 
they just want you to get together, keep talking, mm -hmm. and the awareness. I mean, they've got brochures and booklets and all the reading material that you could ask for on the subject. And they've got the counselors and volunteers, people that will, they can put you with people who can help you. And I mean, I, I don't, the, the, the people that they put me with for my group mm -hmm. is for the uh, Carla Smith Foundation. Okay. Are you familiar no, with that? No, I, I mean, I may have, I think I've heard of it through just chatting with you, but if you can. Uh, it's in Belleville, O'Fallon, and it's the father and mother, and they're both psychologists, and he has written many books, and one very good book on how to deal with grieving, mm -hmm. and they're, they're the ones that I went to their support group, and they do so much. I mean, your help is out there, whether you want grief counseling or if you need help uh, because you're in trouble or your friend's in trouble sure. or, you know, they can give you the information and the help that you need. I, I, and we'll, we'll, we'll share that link on our show notes so it goes out when we, when we release this episode on Monday. Um, it's, I can't imagine the, 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 I don't want to say club, but it's almost like a, a club of being a, a parent of a child that, um, died by suicide. And I like that, what you said, it, the word committed is so, is, is almost inflammatory when you think about someone's suicide. I never thought of it until just now. Oh, it's like an inflammatory it, it's like it's almost a, a, a shameful way yes to say that somebody mm -hmm. did that and so I uh, <laughs> apologies to if I said that because it's now for me died by suicide because it is I, I for, a disease that you died by a heart attack a diabetes or alcoholism or you know overdoses things that we've talked about on the show that that, that's a changer for me right now. So that, one, I mean, if you want to talk about we need to help one person with this podcast, yeah, you change, that's just, and I've been a part of this since since Ryan came over to my, ha my house the night of that New Year's Eve. I'll never forget it. Um, and it's almost eight years, right? This picture's blowing. Oh, um, it. It's almost eight years this New Year's Eve, right? Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, so that, it was... You know, I was living out of a whiskey bottle and, and grieving my old man that, that passed away. But, and, when, and he came over. I'll never forget it. Like, I was, I, I was able to, I didn't know what to do. You don't know what to say. We all went over to Screeches and, and then you just fall apart, like, uh, thinking of you. And, and I just don't, I will never forget that, that night. Um, in that day, so I, I and I'm, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> about what I wanted to ask you, Julie, is is people that have been on your side of it, not we, and we'll talk about the prevention, but your message to the 
to the grieving mothers and fathers and even kids or parents that have died by suicide what is your what's your what's your message to them that they need to talk to each other and I mean I'll tell you right now that our family my support group was where I got my mm -hmm. help and my support and I'm not Brian is the love of my life and you don't know if he wants to talk about it or you know so we don't and I sometimes I would make him mm -hmm. but um, like I said I'm not I'm Norwegian and Norwegians don't show their feelings okay. and they don't talk and that's kind of the way our family is but um, I would say to bring your family closer together and you have to talk to them amen to that that's and I appreciate you so when I was talking to, to Ryan about about doing this and you know saying you think it's a good idea um, to, to raise awareness and he's like yeah but don't expect me to come on <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep chipping away. He he's good about it um, this time of year, and it's something about this time of year when we get ready for this walk. He's um, yeah. he's very good about. I, I mean, he's very good about organizing, but he doesn't talk much about about Randy or or going through that. But every time I see that 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 little grandson of yours, <laughs> those blue eyes, right? Yep, spitting image, and he has Randy's personality. <laughs> Um, before we let you go, I want you to I want you to talk a little bit about Randy, if he, you can. He, he looked like me. He acted like me. He was funny, so friendly. Uh huh. Oh, you're Randy's mom. Oh, I just love him. You know from. Was he an Eddie Haswell a little bit? <laughs> oh, that's a good description. I, yeah. I remember that about him completely. <laughs> because he would he could butter up anybody. Mm -hmm. And Randy was a great protector um, of his of his friends and family. Oh yes. I, I remember that about him. Uh, so I can see him, you know, yeah. bullshitting <laughs> right now. He um he other people that are here um his widow lisa right she's here isn't she yes yeah. and uh, she had mentioned she may want to come on um but i don't want to i don't want to let you go uh oh that's the video oh you look great we didn't tell you on purpose um but if you don't want us to share the video we don't have to is your phone okay yeah we, this is an unedited podcast, so <laughs> it, it's good to talk about the, uh, the, I mean, it's great to talk about the vulnerable, the really hard stuff, but maybe that was God's little way of, of sending us some laughter. Do you have any uh, any other thoughts you want to share, Julie? Um, the microphone's yours. Um, no, I think I covered what my main thoughts are. I mean... One of the, when you asked me if I would do this, the first thing that I wanted to say was that about 
he died by suicide. He didn't, that is so just so huge to me. It, it, when she told me that, it was like the weight of the world was lifted up and I could breathe. You know, there, there wasn't this cloud of evil demons hanging over me, you know? I, I, I'm so glad you said it, it because I, I it, 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 it's so, like just thinking about it, that the, the, that the word and the stigma around the word committed, uh, and it's it's all it's it's a shameful description now that I now that you put it that way. So I I appreciate you sharing that, and I am so honored to have you on. Um, well, thank you for having me. I'm glad you're bringing it out and making it aware to everybody that there's so much stigma, and it doesn't. And that's what I was saying at the beginning that like you even notice. I've been to a couple of funerals of. Um, of people that have died by suicide and there is even a you know the difference in attendance and you know this a it's almost a it's a tangible stigma that you can touch and feel when you're when you're there and it's that's just incredibly fucking unfortunate it needs it needs to stop it yeah, needs to change for sure and and then the other mission of before letting you go is the of the AFS AFSP is the SP of it, the suicide prevention, <coughs> and and I think, like you said, the same thing is talking about it and and just screaming from a mountain that there's help out there. Um, that I mean, it's affecting so many young kids, it, kids in grade school, you know, middle schools. It's it's just awful. It it it. it yeah, there's no other way to put it. And the to parents who, whose kids are, are noticeably <laughs> struggling with uh, depression, what what's your message to them? Seek help. <laughs> I mean, I have to take medication for depression, and. I feel like that's another stigma yeah. that, you know, I, as we get, you know, my friends, we talk about medications and stuff we take and, oh, I'm on heart medicine or I'm on medicine for arthritis. I'm on medicine for depression, you know, and, but they don't treat me that way, but you still, oh, you're, there's something wrong with you. Right. You're you're not well in the head. But some, you could have to do what you need to do to take care of yourself. And the help is out there. You just have to look in the right places, ask, talk, you know, and it's available. I, I I'm a new parent. Um, Jeff's approaching parenthood. He's his his baby boy is due uh, right around Christmas. Do, do January first. January first. Um, you are have a grandson, mm -hmm. uh, and he's turning two um, around Thanksgiving. Uh, I for myself, and I see it with other parents. It's hard to ask for help when it comes to your kid because you think, you know, I mean, it's just a parent thing. That's my kid. I know how to handle it. I know what to do. 
I think that's bullshit. <laughs> and I've heard you in this say that that is bullshit in your own way. That it's okay and you should ask for help. Yeah. With your kid. Uh, if Especially because we're not professionals in everything. <laughs> you know? We may think we are. But... It's hard raising children in this day and age. I, I, I'm so glad it's not me because this world is, you, you have such a challenge to bring your children up with so many <sighs> changes to thinking and what you always thought was right is now not right. You know, it, it's a challenge to raise a child now. That well, that's, uh, I will, I will, me and Jeff are in for a ride then is what I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm most worried, yeah. I, I, there's just, there's outlets for people to be angry towards other without any accountability. I think I see that, that, you know, on Twitter, on all the social media platforms, you can be a real jerk to someone anonymously and have no accountability and, and kids have access to it. And, yeah. And, and are and, and it, I mean, you hear all the time about people dying by suicide because they've been bullied online. I mean, that's a, that's a almost like a fucking epidemic. Yes, the bullying. Well, I Julie, thank you so much. What's that? I said I think Lisa needs to come. Okay, are you running out of here? Yeah. All right. I, I, well, thank you. Can I give you a COVID hug here? Don't call me. <laughs> I love you. I do love you, and um, and I love your your sons. Thank you so much for having me, and I hope we make a difference. Well, I promise you. I think we already did, because <laughs> I feel a change in my own heart already. Bye. Thanks, Julie. Bye. We'll grab Lisa, take a quick break. All right, guys, we're back. Um, I, so as I went to grab Lisa, um, Randy's widow, she she threw a curveball. And sitting with us is, is Randy's daughter, Maddie. Um, Hello. This is pretty... Uh, it's an honor to have you on. It's, Thank you. Um, you have are just a beautiful young girl. Thank and, you. Um, I know personally how much Randy just, I mean, loved you. Yeah. He, yeah, he tried to raise me like his own daughter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah. he did. And uh, he would, uh, his life's mission was to protect you. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, Jeff, I I was all ready for, for Lisa. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I could, as hard as that conversation is going to be. <laughs> Looking at Maddie's got me a little. Uh, this is good though. I, I love this. You're so brave to just sit here for a couple Thank minutes you. and talk about Randy with us. Um, how old are you, Maddie? Sixteen. Sixteen. Shit. I mean, <laughs> shoot. I have to be on my my better behavior. Yeah. Watch your mouth. No, please. you're fine. But I if don't she's care. heard those sixteen-year-old kids don't hear those right. words. No, I've she never heard them when it. Randy was here. Trust me. Right. <laughs> um, are you driving yet? Yeah, I drove here. It's scary. It's crazy, yeah. All right, I'm, when, when we leave the parking lot, I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to wait back 10 minutes. Just kidding. I bet you're a good driver. You're probably I'm, a better I'm driver. I'm a pretty good driver. I good. drive pretty safe. You go east, west? East. East, yeah. Lancers. Lancer Pride. Um, so how, how, is, how are you doing with COVID and everything? Are you back? Yeah, I mean, we went to school online for a while, and then now we're back half the time. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, at least you're getting to see your friends and yeah. Right. No boys, I hope. Well. Well. <laughs> the answer is no. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. Man, um, Maddie, if you if you can, thanks for being here. Could, why don't you talk a little bit about Randy from what you uh, growing up? Okay. Um. He would always make me chop wood with him in the yard, <laughs> and he'd always make me to go to yard work with him, and I hated it. But, like, looking back at it, it, like, grew me stronger uh -huh. as a person, so it definitely helped. I, I was telling Jeff um, a little bit about Randy. See, Jeff uh, never has met um, the Hoffs, or, or he, you know, he's new to Belleville, St. Louis guy, and I'm introducing him to my extended family, whether he likes it or not, and... Uh, <laughs> I was telling Jeff, I kind of explained in the camo shirts and why we chose, like Lisa and Joey oh, yeah. chose, that, chose that color. Um, yeah, you don't find Randy inside very, very often. Yeah, no. Um, you know, you're braver than your Uncle Jack. Hey, Jack! <laughs> She's braver than you. You walk um, away. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I, I want to ask kind of a, a hard question, maybe. Okay. Maddie. Um, being 16, going through the tragedy of, of losing your father, father figure, yeah, um, by suicide. Um, it's it's hard being a teenager. Um, yeah, definitely. I remember it. I, I there were parts of my teenage life that I absolutely loved, but it was it was hard. And and I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble with the with the gender police out there, but I think it's really hard on girls. Yeah, a there's a lot of beauty standards and other things, like 100%. social things, yeah, that go into it. What What would you tell um, kids, girls your age especially, um, if they're really struggling or feeling bullied or people are just freaking mean to them, I didn't swear, um, what, what do you do to, because everybody experiences it, right? Yeah. How do you handle it? What would you tell your friends? Well, I used to care a lot about what people thought about me, but after a while I just realized it didn't matter. And I'm gonna not see a lot of these people after high school again. And I'm gonna grow as a person. And those type of people that are bringing others down are gonna stay down their, the rest of their lives. So well, I just learned to grow over it and be nice. I think that's, what you said there at the end is key, is, is, is being nice and being kind. Uh, I think if if you and, and your and your friends are and there's always people out there that are going to be mean to you and they're they're probably struggling with things that that nobody can see, so they they take it out on other people. Yeah. Um, if you focus on being kind, no matter what, um, I think it gives a good trajectory. I'm no psychologist, or child psychologist, or anything like that, but. Um, that's what I heard you say is focus on being kind and and care less about what other people think about you. Yeah. And um, and you're right. You know, people do grow up and change, and and you got a good head on your shoulder. I know that um, personally for a fact. And um, I know that it's hard. That, that that your age is hard. So I want you to keep your chin up and keep Thank being you. kind. Thank you. Um, going through what you went through with with, with Randy, it, I know how hard and there's a lot of stigma around it. Yeah. I'm trying to break that down. Um, do and, and we just had Julie on. Um, 
and she talked a lot about asking for help. Yes. Um, do you do you think it's hard for teenagers to ask for help? It definitely is because there's a lot of like you said stigma around it, and people just think that somebody's over exaggerating whenever they say, "Oh, like I hate it here" or whatever. And people use like depression in the wrong term, and just say use it as like if they're having a bad day, and they're like, "Oh, I'm so depressed today," and it really makes people that are actually depressed feel like they don't have anywhere to go because hmm. they're going to be overlooked. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I never thought of it that way, Jeff. That's that's a good point. You, yeah. You're wise beyond your years, Matt. You're the yeah. you found our third co-host. Yes. <laughs> you're good at this. Thank um, you. So you doing well? Are you yeah, doing good? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. You guys, um, uh, this is also a hard time too. I mean, the, the statistics for depression have gone way up. Yeah. Because of the the pandemic. And people being stuck at home and not being able to see their friends, and we say see their friends, uh, but you know it's socializing, and, and it's not just a kid thing. I mean, it's, yeah, it's human, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Listen to her. Yeah. So we found our new co-host, <laughs> Maddie. Um, you miss Randy? Of course, uh, right. every day. Yeah. I was gonna see yeah. if you wanted to. Besides doing all the yard work, what was your favorite part of? Um, I just like spending time with him. He was just a fun person to hang out with. Even when I was little, obviously there was an age, age difference, but... He was a little, yeah. uh... He, I, I, he, he would tease sometimes, wouldn't he? Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm used to it. I just grew up that way, so... Yeah. yeah. So now you got thick skin. Yes, definitely. Well, thanks for coming on. I, of course. I, I really think um, that you're going to... Going through this... Um, horrible tragedy will make is going to make you the person you are and you're going to yeah. you probably are already helping so many of your friends um, yeah. get through hard times yeah this kind of made me want to do something with like mental health whenever I'm older wonderful yeah well good I for you help people. thank you well Maddie thanks for coming on um, thank you God bless you we're praying for all you guys and um, and I want to I, I want to I think your journey is going to take you far and, thank you uh, you have a such a big heart and you, I know how much you care about other people and um, and I think you'll make uh, the best mental health professional uh, thank there. you God I bless will you, I will try I'm not for sure that's what I want to do but at least like on the side or something just Where? yeah you don't have to decide today that's yeah. the good news right <clears throat> I still don't know what I want to do Jeff I'm 37 <laughs> well thanks for coming on God of bless course you. thank All you right. Maddie you have a great day you Thursday. too thanks for coming Thank you. She was great, huh? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, guys, um, I can't, I no way I can say anything to top uh, that perspective. I, a uh, wise young woman right there. And it is brutal in high school, man. For girls, it's fucking bad. She, I can curse now. She's, yeah, she's not angry. Um, Jeff, thanks for coming out doing this yeah. live at the park. Um, so a little chilly with the wind, but I got like four layers on, so you can't see my THO. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we've got the, it's a little windy, and you're all going to hear some wind noise. But... Uh -huh. Yeah, and Julie doesn't doesn't speak that loud, so we'll make sure we we're able to try to make sure you guys can hear her. Just turn the fucking thing up, right? Yeah, when you're listening. Right. Turn up the volume, you know? Um, and then we better we better wrap it before Jeff the wind blows over Jeff's phone and <laughs> breaks it. So, um, 
guys, thanks a lot to Julie, uh, to Maddie, um, to all the folks out there that are struggling with mental health, um, chronic mental health, with with the stigma around suicide. Um, talk about it. Talk to people. There's there is help out there. There's ways to prevent things um, from getting out of control and. Uh, and just if it hasn't happened to somebody you know, it's only a matter of when, not when. Uh, so, so take it easy with the stigma, and uh, and just fucking support this organization, AFST, uh, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. They're doing wonderful things, um, as you Julia attested to, of, of picking her up after her most lowest rock bottom bottom moment parent can never fucking imagine. So, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, it was a uh, important episode. It's nice being out here at the park and around people that we uh, love and care for. And last but not least, to to honor a, uh, a friend, my uh, one of my best friend in the world, brother, who I was also close with and cared for deeply. Um, he was a, uh, as you can tell, by just a, a young girl that he. he he helped raise um, attesting to. Um, this is a shout out to you, Randy. Um, keep giving them hell up there where you know, the way you used to down here. And uh, and uh, when somebody's trying to break up the fight, they can easily with the right hook. You know, you give your mom a fucking black eye. <laughs> Love you, brother. Um, Randy, thanks for being you. And, uh, and I keep watching over this family. It's great. Thanks everyone for listening. Let us pray. If you're struggling or know someone that is, please, please have them check out our podcast and reach out to Chris or me. We want to listen and we're super eager to help. Pondoff's Anonymous is Chris Pondoff and produced by me, Jeff Allen. Our music is Antihero by McCall and Gentle Waters by Wild Wonder. For more information, visit pondoffsanonymous.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. 